back to the basic truth, we've got to get back to the origins which it reveals back. It doesn't mean several. It means a group of people who come together in family, in friendship and in brotherhood to develop the powers of the spirit and then utilize those powers for the common good to the propagating of this great truth. I don't see that happening down the stairs. He seems to become, well, I don't know what I should say. I know what I feel like saying. He said, well, I think that was like a second-rate hotel. People get together and they drink together down there and scandal and heaven knows what else that goes on. He's like, I'm terribly depressed. I think that drink department should be removed. I don't think it is. I don't think, it seems to me they're developing the wrong kind of spirits. Yes, they are. Oh, they are. I don't object to anyone having a drink to misunderstand me. I'm not suggesting that they shouldn't have oh, no. uh, a certain amount of drink. But it does seem to me all rather sad that the place should be a place of education and upliftment and the realization of the power of the spirit should be demonstrated to the best possible ability of the individuals concerned. This seems to me now to be developing into something absolutely different to what I we, we are. I don't want to stress about it, you know. We are, we are trying, Arthur, to well, I know you're trying extend, to extend the activities uh, into a wider field, um, cutting out the sole ownership of the SNU, trying to extend it. And uh, we can hope that uh, it will uh, eventually be uh, what I know you wished it to be, and that is a uh, proving ground for for um, uh, human activity in the mediumistic sense. I would visualize, visualize it as a center of the light in the dark of the world. But it's, it's, very, it's very difficult, you know. One is up against a lot of human beings. Where are, the rest of the the Where are the rest of the Leslie Flits? We can't well, find the one. I don't know. 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 And those that are good are overtaxed, obviously they're doing yes. too much and in consequence their health will fail or their mediumship will fail, they'll lose their powers. This is happening of course here and there. It's all very tragic and very sad. I feel this partially due to the fact obviously there isn't, as you say, sufficient money, but I would like to see the college used as a place where people could develop the powers of the spirit where under certain circumstances they can be helped financially doing that development and certainly be given encouragement in every possible conceivable way and gradually brought out into public to, 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 to do the work of the spirit, to demonstrate the powers of the spirit. But it seems to me that they depend on anyone that they can get hold of, whether yes. they good, bad or indifferent. And they've got to keep a program up, and my goodness me, some of the programs, I, I'm afraid I wouldn't want to be seen dead no. about them. Actually, you know, it's a pity that then goes and poltergeist phenomena down there to brighten things up again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, uh, I do what I cannot. I know. Bless you. I'm sure you do. But we do my business to all my friends. I presume I still have some left. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, of course, I've been facetious. But anyway, bless you. I will do the good work. Thank you. And you too, my dear. 
Uh, give my remembrances to all, and don't think that because I'm being a bit caustic that I've been unkind. I don't mean to be unkind, but I must admit that I'm very disheartened and disillusioned and disappointed with the college. It's not what I anticipated. It's not what I intended. It certainly isn't going the way in which I'd hoped it might go. I realize a lack of finance. I realize that you have to run it more or less like a second-rate hotel to keep it open. But it's all very sad, I think, because what is important is the work that is to be done. Well, if it's possible for you to impress us, to, to uh, again use Mildred as your children, the pun's waning, I'm told, but bless you, and I do trust and hope we can have another chance to have a conversation. Perhaps in some of these days you might bring some of your friends, uh, we might get down to some business and discuss these. And links, bovens and hoofd, zijn stemmen te horen. Stemmen van overleden mensen, heel duidelijk verstaanbaar. Nou is er in de hele wereld maar één man die dit merkwaardige effect teweeg kan brengen. Dat is het Engelse medium Leslie Flint. Hij doet dit al 45 jaar. Hij is tientallen keren wetenschappelijk onderzocht, maar zelfs in situaties waarbij de grootst denkbare handicaps werden ingebouwd, bleven de stemmen komen. De seances lukken niet altijd. Bij vier van de tien komt er niets door. We zijn toch naar Engeland gegaan met de broer van Godfried Bormans, omdat als zijn stem doorkomt, u die zult kunnen herkennen. Leslie Flint uh, ging op een speciale stoel zitten in een hoek van de kamer. En wij gingen daar uh, nou ongeveer een uh, halve cirkel omheen zitten. Nou, toen gingen de lichten uit en moet je even voorstellen, het werd stik en stikdonker. En na 25 minuten kwam het eerste levensteken. Mickey? Are you there? We have some new friends for you. Come a long way. All the way from Holland. Dit is de stem van Leslie Flint. Mickey. Mickey is een helper. Een jongen van 11 jaar die in 1920 is overleden. Mickey. Yes. Mickey. Johan, dat is een Johan. Wie was de naam, Johan? Johan. Johan. Ik ben Johan. Jan Bormans. De broer van Godfried. He's trying desperately to reach you. He's very often with you. 
They're building some sort of memorial to him, and you will hear about it if you haven't already. And also, um, oh, hello, have you got two children? Uh, one, one child, and uh, hopefully has also one child. Because he's talking about there's two children, one his and one yours. Yes, yes, and, very uh, good. He um, goes to see both the children, that is your son and this other child, his child. Yes. Um, oh, Christ. Oh, Amos. <coughs> you have a watch? No, no, I, I've never had the watch. I don't Why like the watch. Why is he laughing? He says that you're going to get the watch. Is that okay? Well, he's smiling. He says about his watch. <coughs> no, I haven't a uh, watch. No, no. You say you haven't got a watch, but you have got a watch. <laughs> but it's not one you wear. It's, it's been away in a drawer for a long time. So has it in, in, in the larder? Yes. Yes, a watch of my father. Yes, well, let me tell you. Because your father's here, and your father says you've got his watch in a drawer tucked away. You don't wear it, but it's, there's something wrong with it. It's not going. And he says you've got his watch in a drawer. Yes, it's not but, going. You are right. Uh, your father's here, and there's also a lady here, too, who died under very strange circumstances. She died um, very suddenly. Who died suddenly? The lady that comes with your father. The lady did your father. Is it your mother? My mother has suddenly died. What did you say? His mother suddenly died. Yes. Yes. Do you understand? Yes, I do understand. Your mother here who died suddenly. Yes. With your father and your brother. And there's also a young girl here who died under very, very, well, very unhappy circumstances when you were a young lad. There's ook een jonge dame hier die gestorven is onder ongelukkige omstandigheden. Yes, the first child of my Yes, she died when you were, when you were young. Yes, you know. I, I was not born. Well, she's grown up over here with your mother and father and your brother. And she died before you came into the world. Yes. But you're already the second child. Yes. Also, you've had some trouble with your back. Yes, uh, Oh. Yes, uh, the last week I have trouble. Yes, you had a great deal of trouble. You wonder what you were, you know, you were sort of concerned about your back because it was giving you a bit of trouble. But no, you've been having healing. The spiritual healing is helping you. you also, know. there's a dog here that will come to your brother. It was an amazing health check, don't you? Have you last had for your rug? Yeah, I can take you a glass from the rug. Yes. Will you tell him that his brother's brought a dog with him? Brother's brought a dog. Your brother has brought his dog. A dog? It's the old maker brother. Oh yes. Now he has never had a dog. Have you had a dog? Yes, you did when you were boys. Yes, Mary. You had a dog, and there's a photograph of you with your brother when you were little boys in the garden, and you're both sitting down with the dog. Yes. In the garden. Okay. And the, your brother has met the dog here. And they brought the dog with them. There's your mummy, your daddy. There's a sister who died in infancy. There's a dog here. There's a photograph of that dog. If you look in a box in your in your home, you'll find a lot of old photos. And also a watch would belong to your, your father. There's several things, souvenirs of your early years and your parents. Yes. 
Your brother, did he write plays? Of the toneelstuk geschreven? Uh, yes, he has written two plays. They've both been produced. Yeah, well, they're opgevoerd. Yes. Well, there's one play that never has been produced. Oh, that is... Uh, that I don't know. Yes, there is. Among his documents, there is a play that's never been produced. This is an old And there's some poetry, too. And there's also a gedicht. Yeah, I will say that to his wife. It's a pity about the clock, isn't it? In the house. <laughs> You've got a clock that's not going properly, it's not working. Oh, but it's very interesting what you are saying now. And you think it's rather strange, don't you, about that clock? Yes, it's a, a clock my older brother, uh, not a, a, a brother Rex, who has received uh, from his company uh, a very great uh, clock. Big thing, but it's not going properly. Yes, you are right. <laughs> and, uh, and your brother on this side, he's the one that's stopping. It'll work again. Many thanks that you will say this. I, I like you. Dit is natuurlijk een samenvatting, want de seance zelf heeft een twee, tweeënhalf uur geduurd. Uh, het begon heel zwak, de stem van Mickey, en hij eindigde ook heel zwak. Werd op een gegeven moment werd de kracht van Mickey's stem werd, uh, niet werkte uit, het werd heel zachtjes. Mickey, oh Mickey, oh, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. Wat vind je ervan, Jan? Wat vind je ervan, Jan? De eerste indruk. Ik vind het een hele opmerkelijke dingen zijn te constateren. Dingen gesignaleerd die inderdaad waar zijn. Dat hij ziet dat er iets is met het oog van mijn broer. Dat is natuurlijk heel wonderlijk, hè? Dat ben je verder niet verklaard. Er wordt dus gezegd dat die man eventueel een buikspreker zou kunnen zijn. Maar als het inderdaad een buikspreker is... Dan is het een door God begenadigd mens. Dan is het de beste buikspreker die ooit geleefd heeft of ooit zal bestaan. Nu gaan we dan uh, als experiment uh, je mond dichtplakken met uh, handenplast, ja. een pleister. En dan willen we proberen om te kijken of die stem, of jouw buikspreekstem, uh, dan nog door kan komen. Hij trekt de pleister er nu weer af. Het is volkomen onmogelijk om met een dichtgeplakte mond te spreken. Met Leslie Flint zijn er uh, legioproeven gedaan. We ontmoeten in Londen een elektrotechnisch ingenieur, Mr. Buckmaster, die al in 1967 begon met de eerste testseances. Uh, his face was taped. Uh, his lips were sealed with uh, plaster right across his face, and which and a microphone was put on on his throat, throat microphone. Uh, the vo again, of course. Uh, One never gets it absolutely cut and dry, but the fact that there were voices when his uh, mouth was taped and the voice uh, produced perfect uh, sounds of P's and B's, although of low volume, indicated to us that they were supernormal. Zijn mond werd met pleisters dichtgeplakt. De microfoon werd bij zijn strottenhoofd opgehangen. En hoewel de stemmen niet hard waren, bleef ze toch doorkomen. Waarbij de letters P en B duidelijk werden uitgesproken. En dat is niet mogelijk. Probeert u het maar eens om met een dichte mond een P of een B uit te spreken. 
Al met al was het voor ons, zei Mr. Buckmaster, een aanwijzing dat de stemmen paranormaal zijn. Diezelfde meneer Buckmaster heeft nog veel meer onderzocht. Met zijn vrouw Doreen Montgomery, die een boek geschreven heeft over Leslie Flint, ging hij in het donker op een afstand van 60 centimeter van Flint zitten. Uh, we did see uh, in infrared uh, light uh, ectoplasm proceeding out of the left ear. And it built up just above his shoulder and then it onto the shoulder. And um, Professor Bennett uh, and, uh, was invited by Mickey and I was invited to come up close to it, which we could see, we, we could see it, we, but not touch it. It looked like some very strange substance, I don't know what it was, but it did build up um, and the voice seemed to proceed from that point. We zagen in infrarood licht uit zijn linkeroor ectoplasma komen dat net boven zijn schouder groter van vorm werd. En professor Bennett van de Columbia Universiteit in New York, die daar toen ook was, en ik werden uitgenodigd door Mickey om dichterbij te komen om het beter te kunnen zien. We mochten het alleen niet aanraken. Het zag er heel vreemd uit. Ik kon het niet thuis brengen, maar het werd groter en de stem scheen vanuit dat punt te komen. Ze voor het eerst door. Ze vertelt over de andere wereld waar zij op dat moment is. Hier there is complete unity and harmony and love. Here there is truly brotherhood. Here there is the wisdom of all time. Hier heerst volledige eenheid en harmonie en liefde en echte vriendschap. En hier bestaat de eeuwige wijsheid. Truly this is a spiritual world. Indeed it is so, so different. And so tremendously alive. So vital. It cannot be depicted or described. One can only feel it and know it and sense it. It is so vast. And so beautiful. Do not fear that passing from your world to this. Dit is een geestelijke wereld. En het is zo heel anders. En zo ongelooflijk levend en vitaal. Het kan niet beter worden beschreven. Men kan het alleen aanvoelen en weten. En ontvangen. Het is zo opbouwend en zo mooi. Wees niet bang om naar deze wereld over te gaan. Komen met datgene wat u hebt laten horen. Ik ben niet door het loutere demonstreren van dit feit overtuigd, maar ik kan de mogelijkheid niet ontkennen. Leslie Flint vertelde ons na afloop van de seance dat er in de loop van de jaren honderden stemmen waren doorgekomen. En niet alleen in het Engels, maar ook Frans, Duits, Italiaans, Swahili en Chinees. Maar hoe kijkt zo'n man als Leslie Flint nou tegen die wereld aan waar hij al door contact mee heeft? Wat verwacht hij nou als hij doodgaat? Well, I expect to meet many people that I've known and loved who've played a very important part in my life. I know that I shall be free of all the concerns and the worries of this material existence. I shall no longer be old. I shall be young again. My spiritual body will be rejuvenated in as much that it will not be affected by material things, cares, worries, anxieties, fears, aches, pains, and all the things and the ills that go with this material life and body. Ik verwacht dat ik veel mensen tegen zou komen die ik heb gekend en lief gehad. 
en die een hele belangrijke rol in mijn leven hebben gespeeld.